You're listening to Success Stalkers Radio, episode 75 with motivational speaker, trainer, and entertainer, Lee Fuller. Don't look for hookups because if, if you believe that you were placed on this planet to do whatever it is you would do, hookups will come. That's nothing you ever have to seek. That's nothing you have to beg for, change your personality for, compromise your dignity for. The, the right connections, and it will be divine connections, they will come your way. This is Havilah Malone bringing you proof of what's possible with Iona Garrett on Success Stalkers Radio. to the Success Stalker Show with Iona Carey. People all over the globe are rewriting the rules to success. They are making money and changing the world. Join Iona as he interviews today's top entrepreneurs, business leaders, and entertainers that will leave you inspired to take action and achieve success on purpose. So if you're ready, here's your host of the Success Stalker Show, Iona Carey. Hey, hey, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Success Stalker Show. I am your host, Iona Garrett, and I am simply honored to introduce my guest today, the incredible Lee Fuller. So welcome to the show, Lee. Well, thank you, Iona. I'm excited to be here. Really, this is great. Well, good. I'm excited to have you here. Well, I'm not sure, Lee, if you know this, but here at Success Stalkers Radio, we have a motto, and that is, until you become successful. Stalk those who already are. So can we stalk you today? Absolutely. Please stalk me. This will be very, very pleasant stalking. Thank you. (laughs) It will be very, very pleasant stalking, I promise you. (laughs) Well, motivational speaker, trainer, and entertainer, Lee Fuller uses speaking, music, drama, and comedy to energize and inspire students or any group. He helps to make any event a success. Whether the goal is for a fun-filled hour of levity to get students mingling or for more focused team building, diversity awareness, or time management seminar to introduce students to their new lives on campus. Engaging, humorous, insightful, Lee is a blend of MTV, CNN, and Comedy Central. He keeps you thinking and smiling. He's been featured and quoted in the Hartford Curate, EM Magazine, the Rustin Daily Leader, the South Suburban Times, Savoy Magazine, Ebony Magazine, and dozens of blogs and online publications, just to name a few. But Lee, I want you to take a minute, fill in some of the gaps to that intro, and give us a little more insight into you personally. Well, you said a bunch of wonderful things that I certainly one day will have to live up to in that intro. But, you know, I mean, <laughs> you outside, already have. outside of mentioning that I'm a great parallel Parker, I think you covered a lot of the essence of of who I am. I'm just really passionate about being a lifelong learner, to be a student of life, to be a, a, an observer of the things um, that go on in this world, but from a positive perspective. And because I'm a lifelong learner and I'm probably an eternal college student at heart, um, I typically try to treat every situation I approach, whether it's in entertaining, whether it's through acting or voiceover, multimedia, or whether it's working with students um, as a lecturer, as an instructor, working with different people, companies, and groups, is to remind us that we're still on a wonderful journey. And I think it's important for all of us to recognize that we're all in a learning process and enjoy the journey. So I think that's probably the essence of the spirit of who I am. 
I love it. And you're such a fascinating person. I mean, you, you're so talented. Well, thank you. Really excited we have you on the show today. So I'm really excited about deep, diving deeper into your journey. But before we do that, share with us, Lee, one of your favorite quotes. What is a quote that's that's really inspiring you or has inspired you? Well, I'll give you, if, if you don't mind, I'll give you two. I guess my mom, sure. my mother, um, who passed away back in April, brilliant woman, actually had a wonderful sense of humor, and a great educator. Um, she shared with me when I was kind of fooling around in college because a lot of people didn't realize this, but I finished college in four terms. Hmm. That's amazing, isn't it? But those four terms happened to be Carter, Reagan, Bush, and Clinton. So, <laughs> you know, at some point, you know, my mother basically oh, said, you know, you, you're a very bright young man, and I love you, and you're my son, but to thine own self be true. She, she quoted Shakespeare, but then she explained to me what it meant to her, but then it took on a personal meaning with me. And it was really, you know, from that point that I started to look at Am I being true to myself, to my gifts, you know, to the things I've been given, to the things I've been blessed with, to the mission that I probably have in life to use those gifts? So it was kind of a that was an early moment of kind of clarity through that quote. And then um, because of some adversities I've experienced in my life on different levels, even from being a child, I came up with the quote, don't trip unless you fall forward. So it's a combination of being true to myself and not tripping, whether it's with my thoughts or, you know, stumbling as a result of lack of organization or preparation. But if I do fall, the real key is to fall forward, make some progress, even if it's an inch. Don't fall backwards and don't go sideways. I love that, especially that second quote. And your mom, she's a brilliant woman. My mom's an educator. Okay. Yeah, my mom's an educator as well. That's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that, Lee. Well, thank you. I mean, that's, you know, that I think that has really been the core, particularly since I've been in my early 20s to just approach my life knowing, you know, that I, I may make a few mistakes here and there. I may make some decisions that I thought were great on Tuesday that were find out <laughs> horrible on Wednesday, but make progress. Just make progress, because as long as I'm coming from a place of truth and sincerity in, in terms of, you know, integrity, is this what I'm really about? Then I don't feel that sense of loss, even if there's some mistakes in there. True. So true. Well, you know, Lee, our goal here is to bring on amazing guests, you know, like yourself and entertainers like yourself. And because I know you've had, you know, obviously you've had successes, but I'm sure you would agree, as you kind of mentioned, the road is not always smooth on that road to success, you know? So it's especially, I would probably even say in the entertainment industry, because you're an actor, you're a voiceover, uh, you do a lot of different things. So you, you've you just have so much going on, but I know you would understand that it's not smooth. So take us back to a timely, a specific story, if you can, where maybe you say experienced a, a failure or a challenge. You know, I know sometimes people don't like to say they don't like to, to say that they had failures. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, can you take us to a time? Well, I, I've, I've had so many, but I, the, I think the one that stands out the most is probably one that happened recently. <laughs> OK. Um, You know, the journey is interesting because sometimes we think because we've accomplished several different things that that puts us in a place of arrival. You know what I mean? It's it's that feeling and listen, been there, done that, got a T-shirt. The whole world should know this. So (laughs) I shouldn't have to necessarily go back to step one. Right. You know, I've been to step 25. Here I am, Lee Fuller, (laughs) step 25. Well, I took a position at a university that actually I felt that I worked pretty hard to get. And I think I did. I worked pretty hard to have what I would think would be a successful interview. And I impressed them. 
and I was hired. Now, part of my uh, rationale for taking a university job, I thought, listen, they probably have a great multimedia department here. There's some other resources that could be beneficial to me. And a whole bunch of things that I, I felt like, hey, this may be a great place to earn a PhD. So this particular position can really be helpful to me for what it is I want to do. But I forgot about the basics. See, they're <laughs> basics associated with doing the thing that they hired me for. Right. Well, I didn't make it through. Now, this is this is this is the Lee Fuller. You know, this is the same Lee Fuller a lot of people have heard about. The one who's been on Oprah and all kinds of stuff. Well, I took this position at this university. And my work performance did not match up to my wonderful interviewing skills. Oh. And I got the left foot of fellowship. That's right. The left foot. The left fellowship. foot. And in, in, in the outgoing, um, the exit interview with the people in HR, their greatest disappointment was the amazing potential they felt that I had long term, but my inability to focus on the details of what I was asked to do. So... There I was having to, you know, face the world, you know, people, mm -hmm. the people who knew and you know, all my high hopes associated with what possibly would have happened a year down the road. But I didn't take care of the details that were necessary, you know, in the now, so to speak. So there, there was a lesson just because you're step 25 doesn't mean you don't need to do the things you need to do down on step one and two and three. You know, That's so. so true. That's so true. Willie, let's go forward. If you can, share with us now a quick story of a time, maybe let's say when you had that aha moment, because, you know, we all have them, especially on our entrepreneurial path. Oh, yeah. Some Sometimes we have many, you know, but can you... Can you share one with us, one that's really, really impacted your life? Well, the earliest one, the earliest one, I was I was actually working as an adjunct instructor at a community college in Chicago. And I had, I guess what some people may say, I you know had my dreams kind of like in an incubator. I wasn't acting on anything. Mm -hmm. And uh, but I was I was encouraging students, you know, to live their dream. Look, if you want to do if you want to be a mathematician, if you want to do this, you know, I'm, yeah, I, I was Les Brown Jr., to my students. <laughs> and one of the students, after I said all these things, I mean, you had students on the edge of their seat listening to what I had to say. It, and one young lady, she just said, Mr. Fuller, may I ask, um, seems to me you told us that, you know, you used to sing, you used to act, there were a whole bunch of things you used to do. Why aren't you doing them? Hmm. Now, <laughs> yeah, well, I have a young child, but, but you just told us. Don't let anything stand in the way. Find a way. It may not be the conventional way, but find a way. Now, so she's throwing my words back. Oh, yeah. And, of course, that started a movement because now other students who never spoke up in my class were now <laughs> joining in with her, challenging me. Okay. Because I would always give them deadlines. They said, well, why don't we give you a deadline? Why don't you come back next week and show us three or four things that you've done towards getting back into acting, towards singing again, all of those things. This was nearly 15, 16 years ago when that happened. Wow. And I took action. So it was an aha moment for me that I can't preach it unless I practice That's it. That's so true. And, and I was too young to be settling for, you know, excuses and, and all the other things that, well, you know, you got to make this money. Well, they were like, but you told us that didn't make a difference if you're passionate. So maybe you weren't passionate. That's what one of the guys said. Maybe you didn't really want it. Maybe you didn't really want it. Mm, so they were really challenging they, you. That's they, awesome. they were all over me. I can't stand those dudes. <laughs> But That's what you needed. That was awesome. Exactly what I needed. Changed my life. Love it. Love it. Love it. Well, Lee, I know that you are a success stalker yourself. So tell us, what new projects are you working on that's got you excited right now? 
I am. Ex- I'm so glad you asked because I'm in. The, <laughs> I'm in the early stages because I act, sing, do comedy, a whole bunch of different things that. Um, I'm just, I have multiple personalities, which I'm probably <laughs> discovering. I'm actually I'm producing a one-man show to, uh, with the goal of being able to um, tour high schools, colleges, you know, corporations. It, it will take um, topics like diversity and uh, overcoming obstacles and, you know, um, being more organized. All these different things are going to be incorporated in the story, but it's based on my journey. I love it. And um, so it'll incorporate some multimedia. So there'll be some short clips of other people that I'll be interacting with in this one man show while they're on video. But it also incorporate music as well. So people will hear me sing. I actually completed a rap song. That's right. Um, it's like it's like taking Carlton and making him hip hop. That would be me. <laughs> I love this. This is awesome. So I'm hoping for next fall. I mean, I think with the people who are going to help me with it. But I'm really excited about it because it's almost therapy for me yeah. because I'm, I'm able to express myself in a way that through, you know, even, you know, just the, there's a challenging section in there of, you know, my mom having Alzheimer and part of that journey, you know, and, and what it, how it affected me. I'm hoping that that will bring awareness to help others and on and on and on. So. That is so wonderful. Oh, I can't wait. I'm excited. I'm excited for you. Well, thank you. Yeah, so that's that's the big thing. And that has actually come as a result of coming back to the East Coast from Atlanta. Some people who um, do theater here, same sort of thing. They just said, listen, you have too much and you can't do it any one way. Why don't you do a one-man show? Wow, that is phenomenal. Well, I'm so glad that you listened, you know, and you're taking, the, taking their advice. Well, I've learned that um, when it agrees with your spirit mm-hmm. and, and it scares you, at the same time, then it's probably a good thing to do. Yeah, it's probably a good thing to do. <laughs> I love that you said that because it's so true. I've had those experiences many times myself. Oh, yeah, because I know nothing about producing a woman, not zero. But I've been that way with a lot of things. And I guess you just have to learn and ask people who know and just jump in there. All right. Well, hey, I mean, this show that you're that you're speaking on right now, I had no idea what I was doing when I first started the show. I mean, no, I, no idea. <laughs> well, see that, and that's the beauty of it because I would, no one would ever know that, but it would have never happened. And all the wonderful guests that you've had, that you're sharing their story with the uh, with the rest of the world, it wouldn't have happened unless you just you had to kind of jump, and the net appeared, so to speak. Right, I just do it afraid is what I've learned, you know, because you know we all have challenges, and we all are, you know. As an entrepreneur, we just have so many things going on in our minds all the time, you know, and um, it was it was quite scary because you I'm putting myself out there in front of the world. That's right. You know, that's so right. that's not that's not an easy task. <laughs> it, it really isn't. But but I guess we find that easy really isn't an option. It just it just is not an option. It's I mean, we can feel option. a sense of ease at some point, right. but it never becomes easy. Never. True. Because you know what? Even before. I'm telling you, even before this interview, before every one of my interviews, I still get that, you know, kind of gnawing, kind of feeling a little bit in my gut a little bit. And I guess that's a good thing because it kind of keeps you on your game, you know? It, well, I, I believe it does. And I think the day that comes when we don't feel that way, we need a new challenge. I, you know, I just I personally believe that. That's true. So, so true. Which which will mean your TV show. So that's fine. Yes, that's let's, next let's coming up. Yeah, that, there you go. And I'll, I'll wear my good bow tie for <laughs> Well, I think first we're going to take a tour. I think I'm really, haven't really let the cat out of the bag, but in 2016, we're really looking at possibly taking this show on the road. That would be awesome. 
Wouldn't that be awesome? That would be. That would be. And would even be. bringing on some guests, you know, co-hosts. So hey, there you go. Like, well, listen, I will. I will get my bald head shaved and uh, <laughs> my makeup ready. I think we would have a ball. We would have a blast. We would yeah, have a blast. It could be a good time, and we'd eventually get to some interviews in. Right, right. <laughs> eventually, yes. Yeah. Exactly. We got three minutes left. Where's the guest? <laughs> well, let's drop some success bombs on our listeners right now. You ready? I'm ready. All right. What's What's the one thing that you would say held you back in the beginning, but from you know before becoming an entertainer and or an actor? Um, ignorance of how. You don't have to be the greatest in the world to do it. I was ignorant of that until I started to meet people. And the second thing was, you know, just fear of the unknown. Yeah, that's most that's that's most people, you know, are fearful. It's fear. Yeah, it, it, it was. And it was really once the ignorance went away, just through a little research, a couple phone conversations. And it was like, OK, at least I know. But I think a lot of it was just fear of the unknown, thinking that. The process is a lot more difficult than it is. And often it's just showing up. Really. That's true. That's so true. So true. Well, tell us a daily habit that you have, Ali, that helps, that, that motivates you. One of your personal habits. Well, um, I don't, well, I shouldn't say what I don't do. I should say what I do. I, when I wake up, I either listen to or read something inspirational, motivational, but it's, it definitely has to be positive. I don't watch news. Me either. Um, I charge myself every morning. I look at my goals. Um, I get excited about them. I actually feel them. I mean, I, I see myself doing these things. And I put myself in such a place of, of positivity and such a place of expectancy that I almost feel like there's a force field around me to just make good things happen to me. So I think that is the greatest habit I've developed. So it doesn't matter what's going on in the world. It doesn't matter what's going on with other people at that particular time. I'm so charged up with what I believe in that, that I believe that makes me powerful every day. I love that. That's the power of visualization. Oh, yeah. Because when you can see yourself there, you're already there. Yeah. That, that uh, to me, I, I emphasize that in my own life and I tell others, it, 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 it takes a discipline to finally get to that place. Mm-hmm. Because anything else, you'll probably hear about it anyway. But it's more important to have yourself together. That's so true. So, so true. Well, Lee, what's the best advice you've ever received in, in business or, say, in the entertainment industry? And who gave it to you? Um, oh, wow. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that one's tough. I mean, and, but I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm going to give you an answer. Um, my cousin, Ray Fuller, um, who is a guitarist, he used to be Anita Baker's musical director, toured with Whitney Houston. Oh, wow. Work with some of the top music people in the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, I went out to L.A. to try to make it as a singer. Okay. And uh, we got into a conversation, and he was asking me, he was like, you live in Hartford, Connecticut. Now, that has to be tough. You don't really get to see the Bulls. You know, this is when the Chicago <laughs> Bulls were winning championships. <laughs> and, and so, I, you know, I didn't want him to feel that I was being neglected. <laughs> so I said... Hey, man, no, I get to see the Bulls a lot. I mean, they're on national TV a lot, you know, with cable, you know. They're, so I get to see quite a few games. So it's almost, as an end, I get WGN on cable. So I get to see them. And so he just kind of leaned back in his chair and went, I thought you were trying to make it in the music industry. Mm. He said, because, you know, I'm out here in L.A. and I know people who don't even have record deals yet. They don't have cable TV. They eat, sleep, drink, trying to make it in music or acting. That's what they do. He said, but you know, hey, I'm glad you're able to see your team. <laughs> I love it. Oh, 
that shut me down. Wow. Shut me down. Mm-hmm. So the best advice I got was the advice I didn't get. He just made an observation. That was great advice. I, I can relate to that because I don't watch t- I don't watch the news. And every so often I may catch one or two programs, but for the most part, I don't watch TV. If I need to see news, I'll probably get it online or the weather on- exactly. online. Thank you. <laughs> it's just and, and, and again and the thing is, and I and I learned it and that and he talked to me about it later because he said, No, that was kind of harsh. I said, Well, no, I, that was I needed yeah. that. Because um, I mean, now if I watch a television program, it's because I'm I've submitted to audition for it, you know. So it's like I want to see the flow, but um, yeah, it can be such yeah, a time was, waster, time waster, yeah. and you're you're constantly watching someone else's dreams, and, and, and but you're not and building your own, for right? But you're not building your own. Pay for right? it. <laughs> so yeah, he he, they, Ray Fuller, uh, love him um, for for a lot of reasons, but that I mean more than him trying to hook me up i didn't need a hookup i needed you know the wake up great wake up call love it love your cousin that's awesome yeah all right well what book could you recommend a book or two books that you could recommend to our listeners well i think everyone on this planet should read think and grow rich by napoleon mm-hmm. hill every everyone should read absolutely that. that should be required reading in every school every church every organization and um, the other one is a gem called Shine by Larry A. Thompson. And it's Shine, uh, Four Steps for Becoming a Star in Anything You Do. Really? I'm going to have to get that. It, it, listen, after Think and Grow Rich, which, of course, is the granddaddy of them all, but Shine, because Larry A. Thompson c- comes from a Hollywood perspective, but it's not about making it as a star in Hollywood. It, the principles apply across the board. If you want to be the greatest teacher in your school, you know, if you want to be the top social worker, whatever it is, the, the principles apply because it, you know, it talks about building your team. But the most in chapter, most important chapter to me is the one called Rage. It's that feeling that I'm going to do whatever it takes because I believe so strongly. Wow, powerful. Rage is an amazing thing. Rage is you're the last one standing. When everybody else, is, oh, I got to go pick up my kids. Well, I'm tired. They can't treat me like this. They don't do. They know how long I've been waiting, but you still. But you still. There. <laughs> when they open the door and say, "Okay, we were looking for," and it's you. Sometimes it's just that. Yeah. Wow. You know, it's awesome book. Definitely gonna have yeah, to. It is. That. It is one of the most impactful books I've ever read, and I've read a lot of books, but I mean, to it, 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 it hit home for me because I thought of every single industry I've ever been in or every single project I ever worked on it applied everything he taught applied that's awesome thank you so much yeah you're really dropping some success bombs on us <laughs> I love it love it well my now I got a list of 30 more so, you know, <laughs> people want to you know contact me later but those two I believe will give any reader enough I mean think and grow rich alone you know could can can really can change a person's life but 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 the because it will lead to other places and other information that in a person's recognition system will, will crave for and then find because now the seed's been planted and it's opening up. And, uh, right. that's I've read key. that book probably three or four times. Yeah. And you always get something more or something different every, every time. Every time. Yeah. I mean, if a person just focused on the chapter on accurate thinking, it could change mm-hmm. their life. So true. Uh, anyway, don't get me started. Don't get me started. <laughs> well, Lee, you let's just this is my last question of the day. Okay. All right. So let's say, let's just imagine for just a moment that you lost it all. 
and you woke up the very next morning to a whole new world and you have to start all over again. Let's say your food is taken care of and your shelter is taken care of, so you don't have to worry about those two things. But you only have about seven days, just seven days to land your first speaking gig or your first acting gig. What would be the first three things that you would do? Well, because things are starting all over, and I'm guessing if the, the world still exists. so The, <laughs> the world still does the, exist. The first thing I would do was give thanks for all the things that I remembered all the things that I already have. I mean, because I think the attitude of gratitude is key. So in that giving thanks, that's kind of refreshing your mind and your spirit. Secondly, I would update my plans. I mean, whatever, whatever, which means I had zero. So now I can update them to fit the new world or the new moment that I'm in. So whatever part of the country or whatever city or town I was in, that would also include, you know, rebuilding the database and all that when you talk about updating plans. Awesome. Awesome. And of course, that also includes taking inventory of resources. Now, remember, everything I said is just part one. Part two would be get, you know, just with the information I have, no matter how much it is, immediately take action. Mm-hmm. What that means, walking door to door, contacting people or, or whatever it is. And I guess the third thing I would do would be to seek new resources immediately. I mean, what, what that means whatever is available to do to sustain myself since I already have food and shelter, then there are going to be other things I would probably need to carry things out, to get speaking engagements, to get all that. So those would be the, those would be the things. Um, and it's what, what a wonderful, exciting thought to have a reset button like that. I know, right? You, expected reason, or unexpected. Exactly. I love this question because, you know, our listeners were a lot of our listeners, some are well-established, you know, business owners and executives. Then we have some that are startup companies or entrepreneurs that are still, you know, trying to figure it out, you know, trying to figure out what to do. So this question to me, it just gives a little deeper insight as to what you as a successful person would do if you had to start all over again. So that kind of helps them to know, here are some steps, some, some steps that you should be taking. You know, so that's why I love this question. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's an awesome question. I know my answer may to some people not give them the A, B, but but see, to me, so much of our journey um, is a spiritual thing. And and it it Mm -hmm. involves our thought processes based on how we're either centered or grounded. So I always believe first things first, you got to get grounded. And it comes to me with gratitude and thanksgiving. Because if so, you so come true. from another place, like a panic or a sense of deadline, you, mistakes can occur. You're going to make wrong decisions. Exactly. So, yep. so yeah, that's the core. And I that's think everything good. else kind of falls into place after that. Absolutely. I love your answers, Lee. Thank you so much. You know, hearing your journey today has truly been inspiring. And let's end with you giving our listeners some parting advice, especially those who may be looking to get in, say, the, the entertainment industry or speaking industry, um, and then share the best way they can find you. Okay. Well, the, the best advice I can give is the advice that I follow about being true to yourself. It's not a cliche. It means get real honest. If, if you've had a, a a a challenging life, so to speak. And whatever that challenge may be, sometimes there are things that we're ashamed of. Face it so you could always be authentic, whether it's in acting, whether it's in speaking, whether you work in media and radio and television. You have more credibility when people believe you're real, and you're only real if you're real to yourself. So that would be my first thing. Now, in terms of... um, wanting to make it, don't let your desire to make it 
um, supersede your desire your desire to be of service. In other words, even as an entertainer or an actor or a speaker, it has to be about what you can give others. It, it, it absolutely has to be that way. There are a lot of people with talent. So it's not about talent. Because right. anyone can, can show up and be talented. That's true. But if you, if you have a place in your heart where you really want to let your light shine for the purpose of shining on others so their light can shine, then you can win. Then you can be patient. Then you can endure. Then you won't view auditions as something that you have to get. You'll view auditions as another opportunity to let your light shine. Right. You know. So I think that that's the the best advice I can give. A lot of people want you know, and and also I have to throw this in there because people are looking for a hookup. Don't look for hookups because if if you believe that you were placed on this planet to do whatever it is you would do, hookups will come. That's nothing you ever have to seek. Right. That's nothing you have to beg for, change your personality for, compromise your dignity for. The the right connections and it will be divine connections. They will come your way. Kind of like this right interview. You were like right about that. You were right about that. That's so true. So that would be my best advice. And um, here's how you can find me if you want to give more advice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let them, let them know how they can On find On Twitter you. and Instagram, it's I am Lee Fuller. And um, if you want to follow my journey on Facebook, it's the Lee Fuller Success Journey. If you just type that in on Facebook. Um, I don't have a, a personal website because social media has been wonderful for me and in building relationships. So I don't have a, a special website because I do so many different things. And mm -hmm. um, if you go to those places, you'll typically find out, you know, where my blogs are or uh, what, what projects I have coming up. That's awesome. So awesome. Thank you so much, Lee. Well, yes. And even our listeners can also find the links to everything we've been chatting about today on the show, as well as the links that you've mentioned, uh, all your social channels. So we'll make sure that we add all of that to the show notes page at the end of the show. Thank you so much for letting me share a little piece of my journey and and the two or three things that I think I know. Oh, you know a little <laughs> bit more than two or three. I've learned a lot from you today. No, really, I haven't. And I know our listeners have gotten some great takeaways themselves from you. So I appreciate that. Anytime. And for everyone out there listening, thank you for tuning in because we are Inspiring Radio for Aspiring Entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Iona Garrett. And until our next episode, keep stalking success. Well, that'll do it for another episode of Success Stalkers Radio. If you'd like to hear more from these inspiring entrepreneurs and entertainers, be sure to subscribe to the Success Stalkers Radio podcast on iTunes. And if you found value in this episode, give us a review, hopefully five stars. You may also visit us at successstalkers.com. Leave us a comment. We'd love to hear from you.